Golden State yesterday with a huge win over San Antonio. That ties up that series at two games apiece. Game five is tomorrow night. I'm joined right now by a point guard for Golden State. Huge game, 24 points, seven rebounds, and four assists in the win. He is averaging 17 points and five assists per game in the postseason. Jarrett Jack is my guest. Jarrett, good to have you on. How are you? Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me, man. Jared, good to have you. Thanks for doing it. Now, you've been a part of some big games and some crazy atmospheres in your career. You've seen a lot of things. Where does yesterday's overtime win over San Antonio rank? Uh, right at the top, man. Um, I think with the situation that we were you know, in desperate need of a win, you know, didn't want to go down 3-1 in the series, and uh, doing it in front of our home crowd. You know, our fans have been tremendous to us all season, and uh, to do it in front of them was you know, extra special. Jared Jack, my guest, you were involved, Jared, in every point that the team scored down the stretch and in overtime. You had some plays earlier in the series that maybe you might want to take back. So how good did it feel to come through the way you did yesterday? Yeah, you know, I kind of been kicking myself uh, throughout this series that I, you know, haven't been able to put my, my imprint on it as much as I would like. Um, but, you know, uh, yesterday was a great bounce back game for me, uh, my teammates as well. And uh, I was just happy that we were able to be aggressive and, uh, you know, pull out the W. Hey, Jared, talk to me for a minute about your approach. Before that game, did you have any idea how effective Steph Curry would be on that bad ankle? And in not knowing or knowing, how did that impact your approach to the game? Uh, coming into the game, I really didn't know. You know, I wasn't quite sure how much or, or how little uh, he was going to be able to play. Um, I just came in with the mindset that I was going to be aggressive, you know, uh, regardless from coming off the bench or if I was inserted into the starting lineup. And, uh, you know, crazy enough, man, Steph was able to come in not only play, but make big shots for us down the stretch. And, uh, you know, I just tried to feed all that energy. Jared Jack, my guest, you know, put it another way, you're a vet. You've been in some situations before. You said yourself, quote, it won't be anything where I've got to read a Phil Jackson Zen book or anything, end of quote. You've got a lot of talent on that team, Jared, but you've got a lot of young players as well. What's your message to the young talent, some of the younger guys, about being where they are right now and what they have to do to take advantage of it? Uh, honestly, to just be a prisoner of the moment. You know, um, a lot of the guys who come from these uh, very successful backgrounds in college um, and other places feel as though the postseason is what they're supposed to be playing in. And I, I constantly remind them about guys like David Lee, who's waited eight years just to, you know, get a taste and experience of this and knowing not to take it for granted and, you know, try to live in the moment as much as possible and uh, try to leave everything you have out there on the court. Yeah, speaking of David Lee, he played eight minutes yesterday. He got five rebounds and a steal. I mean, talk about how big a lift that gives the team emotionally. Is that just something that the media and the fans get worked up about, or do you get a real lift out of something like that, being on that team? Uh, it, it does something for me because me and David came in the league together. And to know how desperately and sorely badly he wanted to be a part of this playoff experience, and then to see him go down in his very first game was, you know, very disheartening for me. But, you know, the one thing Coach and, and our team always preaches is, you know, give us what you have. And if it's one minute, two minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the case may be, you know, give us everything you have for as hard as you can for the time that you're out there. And, uh, you know, he's a living example of that. He's one of our captains, and I'm glad he's, uh, you know, leading by example. Jared Jack, my guest, you know, you talked about what it was like to do it in front of the hometown fans. Jared, these were the same fans that were booing you in Game 3. Now, you're a pretty tough-minded guy, but when that happens on your home floor this time of the year, is that disheartening? I just didn't even hear it, so... <laughs> Um, <laughs> maybe that's me being tone deaf or whatever the case may be, but, you know, fans are fans. You know, they, they kind of go with the ups and downs of the game and they express their pleasure or displeasure. So, you know, I kind of live by a Jay-Z quote when it comes to that, man. First they love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. So, 
you know, it is what it is. You know, it's, I mean, it's a good approach to it, but it's just, it's got to be tough. I mean, I know some guys are like, oh, wait a minute, you were booing me yesterday and you love me right now. That really doesn't get under your skin at all? Nah, man, it just, it is what it is. I'm, I'm sure you have some people that's, that have dealt with you in that same fashion at times. And, uh, you can't let it phase you, knowing that you have a bigger goal, uh, in mind, knowing that the 14 other guys in uniform have confidence in you. And, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I definitely appreciate the fans. Um, you know, like I said, they've tremendously supported us all season. But I know those guys are the ones in uniform are the ones that want me to keep being confident and uh, keep making the plays and making all season. Oh, see, but, Jared, the difference with me is they're not fair weather. They hate me, and they'll always hate me. They never come over to the good side. You know what I mean? I can't win them over. But but you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm laughing about this. You're right. It is what it is. I yeah, don't care. I mean, you know, you, you kind of take the good with the bad, and that's part of sports that kind of just comes along with it. You and, have to, uh, yeah. You know, you just have to do your best to try to play as positively as possible. And maybe the booze were necessary. Maybe, you know, I did make a couple bad plays down the stretch. And, uh, the same way they felt was the same way they felt was the same way I felt about myself. So, you know, I'm not a person that feels as though, uh, or I get super emotional if the crowd, you know, shows some displeasure to the eye or the team isn't playing well. If there's something that, you know, didn't go right, then they might have a gripe to, you know, express their displeasure. So it doesn't bother me too much. 100. 100%. You have to take the good with the bad. Jared, it seems to me the team knew exactly what they were getting in you when they brought you in. A tough-minded guy like this who can ride this thing out that would be a good influence on some of the younger players. When they made that deal, though, did you know what you were getting in them? Did you know what kind of a team you were coming to? Uh, Not really. But, you know, for me, that that was the good part of it. You know, um, coming into the season like this, you know, I really try to embrace the unknown. You know, you don't know what, what lies ahead for you personally or for the team uh, as a whole. And I think that's the fun part of sports. Like, nobody knows what, who, who, or who is destined for what. And, you know, we, we as a team came together very, very quickly with a bunch of new faces. You know, nobody gave us a chance at, at making it into the playoffs. And we're here in the second round uh, in the 2-2 series about to play the best out of three. And, uh, you know, this is the fun part and most fulfilling part about the season. To me. See, I love that attitude. That's different. You just said you have to embrace the unknown. I mean, you're on your fifth team in eight years, and I think that would be unnerving for a lot of guys. A new team, a new city, new teammates, new system. But you can't turn that thing on its head. You have to embrace the unknown. Where does that come from? I like that. Um, I mean, it's just kind of something that I've kind of adopted uh, since being in the league. You know, um, when you're constantly uh, put in new situations and you're still able to thrive, um, I mean, that's that's all you can do. You know, you worry about the things you can't control. And being put in situations is something I can't control. But how hard I play, uh, the positive effect I try to leave on the team and my teammates is what I can control. And that's all I, I, I necessarily worry about. Jared, one more thought about that, a positive impact on your teammates. Talk about Steph Curry. When you got there, did you see this guy as potentially a special kind of player? And have you kind of taken it upon yourself to help him grow as a player and a leader? Um, no question. I mean, I think we all knew the talent was there. You know, the only thing that was, you know, mainly in question with him was his health. You know, was he able, going to be able to sustain the the rigors of the 82 game season? And um, happy for him. Happy that it hasn't come back to bite him. Knock on wood. Um, and just as a player, as a leader, he, he's done a tremendous job. You know, I think at heart he's more of a mild mannered uh, kind of kid. But you know, I think that was me kind of my role kind of being brought here to kind of push him in that direction of being a little bit more vocal. And he's done a great job of challenging guys, um, forcing them to step up their level of play. And uh, I knew with me how vital his, hearing his voice for the other guys was. So I knew if it was necessary for me to say less, 
for him to say more, that's the sacrifice I was willing to make. Jared Jack, my guest. Jared, you guys seem unusually close as a team. I mean, the chemistry is great. Guys are picking each other up. Is that the way it is? And, and how is it like that? Is it the coach? Is it guys who are just similar in background? Why is this particular team so close? Uh, we just have a, a, a genuine like for one another. You know, um, the one thing I tell my rookies a lot of the time is that the difference between uh, college and the NBA is that in college you had teammates, and in the NBA you have coworkers. And the two words are very, very different. But with us, I, I think we have teammates. Right? We think we have genu- guys who genuinely like one another. They love going to bat for another, love uh, putting on that jersey with seeing one, each other, one another to the left and to the right. And I think when you have somebody on your team that you genuinely care about, you can call a friend, um, a brother in a sense, I think you go that extra mile for them. And I think that's the type of play you get to see from us. All right, finally, you've played for a lot of different coaches. What's Mark Jackson like to play for? Uh, man, just a joy and a privilege. You know, uh, a person who's not too far removed from the game itself. Um, and a lot of people say he's not, uh, I don't know, I guess tested with coaching experience. But I think he's tested with people experience, you know, um, being a player for 17 years, you know, you've been put in so many various situations as a player and being a point guard that you some, in some instances could have been an assistant coach, you know, bouncing ideas off guys like Larry Brown, uh, the great coaches that he's played for throughout his career. And, um, you know, another guy who motivates you, you know, doesn't let you settle for being mediocre, exceed all expectations. And uh, a guy who we generally know is going to be with us, you know, uh, during the good and the bad times. So do you personally like playing for a guy who played your position? Yeah. You know, um, a lot of the time it's crazy because we, a lot of the time we think along the same waiver. And, uh, you know, somebody who understands the situation that I've been in, not only has he been a starter, he's come off the bench. So a lot of the times, me personally, I can kind of confide in him about what I'm thinking of what I've gone through. And, uh, you know, he knows exactly where I'm coming from. Jarrett Jack, coming off a big, big game in that win and Game 5 coming up next. Jarrett, really good to have you on the show. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you doing it. Thanks so much. No problem, boss. Thanks for having me. That was good, man. That was a good time. Good interview.